Hey everyone, welcome to the Holy Martyrs Life Team Podcast. Every week we will provide you with the homilies from our Life Team Mass and the messages given at our Life Nights to help you grow closer to God. We are beginning to expand to other content as well soon, so stay tuned. If you want more information about Holy Martyrs Life Team, go to our website, www.hmlifeteam.com. Peace to you and your family. Welcome to Life Teen. I am going to be honest with you guys straight up. I have missed you guys. It's so good to be back here with you. This last month or so of Life Teen during the school year was you know, kind of cut short, right? The COVID lockdown happened and we couldn't even consider getting together until the end of June, right? So, but, be, but even though it's still real, this, this COVID stuff, connection still needs to happen. See, growing our faith still needs to happen. So I need to lay down a few ground rules at Life Teen. So your parents probably got this rundown through Flocknote, um, or maybe you did as well, but it, it needs to be said before we start. So in big groups like this, wear your mask, right? So that means in church, and especially when Father Steve is around because of his age, and he's literally our only priest, right? We need him. Father Mark gives of his time here, but Father Steve is the only one assigned here. He's the pastor. So in this large group of life teen room, wear your mask. I get it. If it starts to bother you, you can't breathe, take it off for a minute or two, but then put it back on. Yeah. So in smaller groups, it's not as mandatory for the mask, but more encouraged. So that's where being physically distant comes in. So, you know, um, you know, as long as you're physically distant from each other, that you could hear each other in the small group. I'm not really worried about the masks. Okay. Um, stay safe. You know, there's a, there's this buzz, buzzword out there. Maybe you heard of it. Social distance, right? You see the thing that's, that's, that's the wrong word. I feel the heart of this is not to be socially distant. No, the heart of this is to not be socially distant. Really it's to be physically distant, right? Until this COVID thing starts to come to an end, be physically distant, but not socially distant, right? Cause we need to be social. That's why we're here, Right. And we're created that way. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that tonight. Keep your hands sanitized. There's a big sanitizer bottle as you walk into the life team room. It's all over in the church. Uh, there's b- bottles everywhere in the church. So make sure you keep your hands clean, right? Because that's one of the big things about COVID is that you need to keep your hands clean. So, um, all right. Now, those are the kind of the main rules I wanted to talk about um, as we uh, start this life team year. Things I want to emphasize. But So let's... Let's be safe so that we can continue to come to church, be in this group of people, and build community together. Um, in light of that, we are going to kick off a series for this year called Life Together. If there is anything this COVID season has taught us, it is how important relationships are in our lives. I don't know if anyone, I don't know anyone who didn't miss people during the lockdown. And even now when we are still on screens, when we are supposed to be in community with each other. This might be the first time ever that you actually want to go back to school, right? Um, Like ever. A lot of you are like, man, I just miss seeing people and talking to people. You probably even miss the lunch lady, right? (laughs) You see, I'm extroverted. So I like to invite people over to my house for a barbecue, watch a game, have our kids play together. Um, I've missed that so much. Like not being able to hug and embrace my friends has been a challenge. And maybe you guys feel the same way. If anything, this distancing has helped us realize and understand that there is something about our need for people, for relationships, and you and me being created to do life together. That's what our series is called. So for the next few weeks, we want to talk about the value of doing life together. 
Like, where does this longing in my soul come from to have friendships? Like, why if I spend time by myself or I spend too much time by myself, I, I get sad, um, lonely, anxious, and worried. And, and if I'm not talking, I'm not talking about personality types like introverted people. Some people enjoy being by themselves. But after a long period of time, even introverted people find that they need connection with people. Like my wife is an introvert and, and during the lockdown was the lockdown was tough for her. You see, she's a kindergarten teacher and those little chicken nuggets she teaches brings life and joy to her life. And that lockdown time, it was hard for her. Even someone as an introverted person, like they need connection with people that matter in their life. The church and the saints have talked about this all throughout history. But the Bible is very clear. You see, in the beginning, God creates the heavens and the earth, but he didn't stop there. He filled it with plants, vegetation. He filled it with water, sea creatures. He made animals, all those creepy little things like spiders. He made the sun, stars, space, time. The list goes on and on. And here's where it gets good. You still with me? Then God said, let us, yes, I said us. We'll circle back to that. Make man in our image. Because God, God who created us is relational. He's relational in his nature. He exists eternally in this nature as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You see that sign of the cross that we make every, every day before prayers or, or in church? It's invoking our God in his relational nature to us. And they are all working together to accomplish his will and his purpose for all of this, his creation, his will for everything that you see, every person that you see. And so when he creates us, me and you, in his, in, in Father, Son, Holy Spirit's image, we are made to need relationships. Is it starting to click a little bit? God, who is relational, made us in his image to need relationships. Science and even medicine prove this. There was a study done a couple of years ago by an insurance company, and they were surveying people in their client base. And the survey reported that 60% of people reported feeling deeply lonely and isolated. Why? Why? Well, it's easy. I mean, all of us now have our phones, computers, tablets, devices, and they're entertaining us to the point that we lose connection with actual people. And forget that we are created for real personal relationship. I mean, it's cool to binge watch a show on Netflix or watch a movie on Amazon Prime. It's fun to play Fortnite or Rocket League all the hours of the night. Or in my case, COD. I love COD. But if you do that long enough, you start to feel lonely and isolated because you were created to need real personal connection with people. I want you to write this down in your notebook. It's just a point that I want to drive home right now. It says this, God is relational. God made me in his image. I was created to need relationships. According to the Mayo Clinic, one of the leaders in medicine and scientific data and healthcare, on their website under how to live a healthy lifestyle, it said clear and plain as day. It says have friendships. And they go even further. This is what they say. Friends prevent loneliness and they offer you a chance for needed companionship. Friends increase your sense for longing and purpose, boost your happiness, reduce stress, improve your self-confidence and self-worth. 
They help you cope with trauma such as divorce or serious illness, job loss, or a death of a loved one. And they encourage you to change or avoid unhealthy lifestyle habits. There is a medical and scientific advantages for having good friendships. It says it right there. I don't mean just having people around you um, that have bad influences or, or they're negative all the time or draining, ugh, filled with drama. I mean good, healthy friendships is good for you. And before you start saying that, um, that, that all that stuff was made up in some lab or study, the Bible has been saying this too. All throughout the Bible, it says this. The Bible, which was written thousands of years ago, says this too. King David's son, King Solomon, who was known for being the smartest guy on the planet at that time, was sought after for his wisdom by kings and wealthy, high-profile people. He wrote the book of Proverbs, which is just a little, little nuggets of wisdom. I, read it sometime. I, it's full of great wisdom. And we did this that, that Proverbs game before we started tonight. This is why I want to do that game. It kind of touches on that. But another book that King Solomon wrote is called Ecclesiastes. It kind of sounds like a word um, you'd want to look up in WebMD, like, what are the symptoms of Ecclesiastes, right? It's kind of a weird word. Um, okay, the word is literally derived from the Greek word ekklesia, which means assembly or church. Think of this book like another volume of one of King Solomon's books of wisdom. So King Solomon talks about how we were made for relationships. Check this out. Ecclesiastes 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 9 through 10 says this, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. So this guy who is known all over the world for his wisdom and knowledge, and here's his advice. Life is better when there's more than one of you. Because if one of you falls, the other can lift you back up. But if you don't have anyone there to lift you up, you could be in trouble. I mean, it's so simple, right? And when you read it, it's like, that makes sense. I mean, we need people. I get it. I mean, yeah, it's challenging right now because of what's going on in the world. COVID putting a wrench in, in when and how we can hang out. See, we have to wear masks because there are people who are more vulnerable. So we have to take precautions. And, and all that is super important and valid. But it doesn't take away our need for people and connection. If anything, it creates fear and hesitation to reach out to people and contact people. So we need to be cautious, but also mindful in our physical and spiritual need for a relationship. Because God created us that our physical and our spiritual needs are intertwined. Odds are is that if our physical health is an issue, it's inevitable that our spiritual health can suffer too. That goes just as much if our spiritual health is struggling, our physical health can suffer too, right? So we were all sitting around during the end of last school year, right, and into the summer, and some unhealthy habits might have snuck into our lives. Whether you wanted to or not, they may have snuck in under the disguise of being safe for our neighbor. But relationships are what keeps us grounded in the way we were created, and they keep us physically and spiritually healthy. St. Paul writes to the church in Rome, and, and to sum it up before we read it, he's like, hey, church, let's have a huddle real quick. Come here. Um, all this theology about Jesus and how we should run the church and certain things we should teach about Jesus are great, but you shouldn't try to be a follower of Jesus on your own. It's like an all swim if you want to follow Jesus or, or for my, my adult leaders in the room, it's an all skate, right? Here's how he puts it. Romans 12, 
um, chapter, I'm sorry, chapter 12, verse 4 through 6 says, For just as each of us has one body with many members, like, like I have a hand, right? But I can't function as my mouth does to eat food. My, my toes don't function as an eyeball, right? It sounds silly, but you get it. So I just wanted to clarify. So for just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body. And each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. So what's St. Paul saying here? He's saying, Zach, you're an eyeball. And your purpose is to see when people are hurting or need help. To see things that we cannot normally see. Maddie, you're a leg. Because without you, we can't run to those who are in need. Some of you are ears so you can hear the voice of God guiding you. And guiding people. Some of you are hands or elbows, or maybe some of you are the armpit. I mean, someone's got to be the armpit, right? But the point is that we all need each other as members of the body of Christ. When we come to church on Sundays, we come back to remember the body of Christ. Come back to church together as one body. We are in communion again. We receive the Eucharist, Jesus' real flesh and blood, and then we are sent out as members of the body of Christ. That's why church is so important, especially as a Christian, as a Catholic. We are not meant to do this alone. That's why St. Paul wrote this. He's saying you, you're going to struggle in your Christian life if you try to do this on your own. Here's the challenge. People are weird. If you hung out with me all day, you'd be like, this dude is weird, like, like really weird, funny, maybe a lot of the time, but he's still weird. But remember, if, if you gave up on being friends with people because they were a little weird, then you would never have any friends. Everyone's a little weird, but that's what makes us different. When you fight through some of that weird stuff, like the awkwardness at times, on, on the other side of it, you can build some really good relationships with it. People don't have to look like you, sound like you, have the same experiences or situations as you. Why? Because that's what makes doing life together beautiful. When bringing different perspective and we grow from that different perspective, it's beautiful because the eyes and the ears are on the same body, right? They have different perspective, but they are part of the experience of the body itself. Without hearing and seeing, we couldn't be able to function well together, Different roles and different purposes, but they need each other. That's us. We need one another. Here, we're going to wrap this up. So here's how we're going to do it. Throughout Life Team, you're going to be doing life together in a small group. Each night after one of these um, kind of boring but still re relevant messages from me, you're going to get together in your small group and discuss what we learned. But more importantly, you're going to get to know each other. You're going to walk with each other. You're going to share personal things like prayers that you need to be, need to be prayed for. Like here's a hypothetical, hypothetical situation. You might say to your group, my family just lost our grandpa the other day. Your group is going to be your faith family that supports you and walks with you through that. There's going to be times of silence here and there when someone's finding the courage to respond, but, but lean into that. Doing life together is about how God created our need for each other. And small groups is one of the best ways I know that will fill that desire, that need, that hunger that God has placed into you and in the fabric of who you are. That we are created for a relationship. We're relational. You might think you're an introvert, but deep within you is a relational need for connection with people. 
Lean into that. You might not know some of the people, and that's okay. Lean into it. And on the other side of it is a relationship you never knew you needed. So let's pray to wrap this up, and then it'll break you guys up into small groups. God, thank you so much for this time together. God, thank you so much for this this series that that um, doing life together. God, that you want us to be relational people, that you want us to have relationships, you want us to have friendships. So God, I pray that um, as we wrap up this um, tonight, this series, that God, that you help us find relationship with people. That when we break up into small groups, that um, you find us in a group that we can learn from each other and grow with each other and that we can be um, um, part of the body of Christ, that we remember the body of Christ, that we are all have different perspectives, all have different functions, but as we come together in small groups, as we learn and grow with each other and grow in relationship with one another, God, that you just help us realize that you are in the midst of all of that. So God, we thank you so much for this night and that um, I just pray your blessing over our time in small group as we come back together. So we pray all this in your name. Amen. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. For more information about our church, go to www.holymartyrs.net. That's H-O-L-Y-M-A-R-T-Y-R-S.net. For more information about Holy Martyrs Life Teen, go to our website, www.hmlifeteen.com.